0: Time is at home.
1: Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade in a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition and strive to live a peaceful existence free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we're upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce.
2: Hello, good evening. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and we are on the first weekend in March, and it's the March of the birthdays in my house. I'm going to talk to you about some serious stuff, because we have a lot coming. We're entering eclipse season. So I'm going to tell you first what the eclipse is expected to do, And then we'll talk more about the years between 2020 and 2026, because you need to hear all of this this year in 2024. What the spring eclipse season will do is to create some type of crisis in Mexico. I see mudslides, but whatever it is, it's certainly water-related. Now, we're going to have storms. We've been having storms throughout the end of February, and we're having more winds and storms, and they will be devastating in some area, especially through the Midwest. Many a small earthquake or tornado. I'm feeling Arkansas. Then there will be some events in Buffalo and Niagara Falls something along the Canadian Atlantic coast as well. Also note that the effects of the eclipse can begin before the event on April 8th or after, and it can last up to six months to two years. The way it is blanketing the nation portends for a nasty, vicious, and divisive election and pockets of violence erupting. I've been talking about that before, but this eclipse is really going to bring it on big time. The year 2020 through 2026 is the third event of three. The third event is the culmination of disasters on the earth and the most difficult of the three events, which marks the closing of the chapter of mankind, the closing of the chapter of three-dimensional reality. This is not the worst that could have happened to the earth at this time, but rather the least of that which could happen to the earth at this time. With this third of the three events, Humanity will begin the finishing of the age of the third-dimensional man, readying itself for the next age of man, the fourth and fifth dimensions, beginning in the year 2038 and lasting for a thousand years. 2024 is the year, including a few months before and after, which we have already experienced. Of the beginning of the ending of the current age. It is not the end of the physical earth or the world we live in, except 2024 is the year of the most conflict of the remaining years before the next age of mankind begins in 2038. I hope all you light workers are listening and listening well to this information. It is the last year of any souls being confident that they or we will win with violence and destruction, as has happened in the past. It is not the year of the end of violence and destruction. It is the year of the greatest potential and the greatest opportunity for change. It is a year where our prayers and meditations will do some of the greatest good. It is a year of opportunity for us to become even more aware of our spiritual connection. Remember I told you that Pluto was going back into Capricorn in September and leaving again in November for good? Well, that's when you're going to look at everything and say, Do we still want this? Do we still want to live this way? 2024 is a year where we will experience greater gain and growth in meditation, even when facing the lowest vibrational energy ever. It is a year we will be challenged more at almost every turn with opportunities to strengthen ourselves as one would in a gym, by facing our challenges with courage as best we can. We're going to have challenges too. It is a year where we can learn the most about how to join in with others, to build communities, to gain strength and to overcome tragedy and hardship, either to seek help or to offer help. It is the year where those who will seek any old selfish ways of human beings while ending this current age of man will begin to find their hands empty of those old ways which lead to their past selfish ways of gain. Remember I told you, That it was going to come on very strong, especially in August, in hot, hot, hot August. And that these people would come on hard and strong, but they would find everything empty. It is the year where things will appear the worst, but will provide opportunity after opportunity to help one another bring forth the best part of our humanness. Metaphorically speaking, 2024 is the year in which contradictions of this new birth will be the most painful, although they are not completely at an end yet. This is the year before the long birthing process of the next age, the fifth dimension, begins. This is a year of faith that the unseen world will be felt more, And if humans are willing, we can be aware of the unseen world and they will demonstrate their help in our own personal lives. This is the year of gain from listening. This is the year of opportunity to be the human angel to someone in need of help. It is not an evil year. It is not a year to be judged to be different than any other. It is also not a year where we should expect to be like any other. It is not a year to be judged as being bad, even if we've only seen the bad. It is not a year where many learn that violence and destruction will not win, but rather learn eventually that these will only delay their loss. It is not a year of helpless despair, but rather a year of opportunity to believe in spiritual first responders. I've mentioned that before, spiritual first responders as well, and be ready to help everyone in any and all difficulties, challenges, and dangerous situations, and with some even living among us. You know, the law is you don't have to look for it. It will come to you. So when these opportunities come for you to be of help and service, please follow up on it. Each and every manifestation of the lower energies gathered together through many millennia, destined to come into Earth. In this generation culminating in the year 2024, will bring outer change and opportunity for open willingness for inner change. This change is guided by the purpose of God and the universe and what that has for the earth. One could easily say and be correct that this is a biblical time. Influenced by this, I will be saying some of the biblical phrases not to lay down judgment or condemnation, but to show how many things in the Bible apply to our lives. Again, not as judgment, but as help, support, recognition of spiritual help, and timely warnings, which human beings sometimes tend to ignore. But this is a biblical time, but it is not the end of the earth. It is not a rapture. It is not a time for self-righteousness and not a time for criticism and not, not a time for judgment from God like everybody's talking about. The darker energies described herein and their subsequent manifestation are the return of that which humanity has sent out into other lives and into the universe. It is the year which will return as some of the degree of the heaven or hell which we human beings have created for each other. In other words, our consciousness has sent all this out and now is coming back to us to be illuminated and erased and melted the lives and experiences which have been created by human beings for eons and for others to experience will come full circle this year for human beings to experience it is the end of one chapter and the beginning of another chapter it is a real time of change a time of opportunity for a better spiritual connection and relationships with the universe and our galactic neighbors, of which we have been presented with evidence for many, many decades, and no small amount of writing on the wall. It is similar in many ways to the year of Noah. I also want to make you aware that it is similar to the wonderful downloads that people are having. You lightworkers are really going to get some powerful messages this year. I received one this week, and I sent it to uh, Emergence Magazine. Do you know that magazine in Sedona, Arizona? My article will be in there in April. I hope you'll read it. This year, 2024, is an opportunity to have some greater meaning come forth from the Bible. It won't manifest according to fixed beliefs. It is not here to serve mankind's traditional and embedded beliefs of God. It comes into this earth to serve God's purpose for the entire earth and the entire solar system, the entire galaxy the entire universe, and all planes of existence. That's why we're having the energy come in from way out in space through the center of our galaxy. It shows us God's purpose for every soul and all life which enters the earth, sometimes with us entering the earth many, many times, and with us one day moving past the earth into greater realms, for greater expressions of life, love, and learning. Remember, God's ways are not necessarily man's ways, and man's ways are not necessarily God's ways. This purpose, of which this time period is only one part of, is greater than mankind has imagined in any religion. This purpose of life here on earth growing to join all life in all realms. This purpose is even more awakening, more ascension. This purpose is to bring opportunities for awareness of the higher realms. It does not have a purpose of punishment. It does not have a purpose of finishing mankind's spiritual instructions and evolution, but rather continuing it and increasing it, expanding it, filling you with your light body. It has a purpose of bringing an opportunity for shifting mankind's spiritual instruction and evolution. It does not have a purpose for taking away anyone's free will to choose for themselves. It does have a purpose of beginning the creation of a new phase on the Earth plane as a planet for life, being one of the many phases of life available on the planet Earth. It is the time period of which the Great Pyramid of Giza was built to foresee, announce, and shepherd in this new age of mankind, this fifth dimension. 2024 is the breaking and tilling of the soil of the earth, readying it for planting new seeds. 2024 will contain the painful contractions of the mother, including Mother Earth, who now needs to push with great effort to bring in new life. Take a deep breath and push. It is the dark night of the soul for the earth and all life on the earth. As a species of mankind, we will not collectively recognize it as such. Collectively, we will only face the turmoil of the soil being broken, tilled, and overturned through natural disasters, war, and other factors until we see that which is new gradually coming forth. We will go through the cycle of contractions, readying to bring forth transformation and new life, some in this lifetime and some in our later lifetimes. Now we're going to take a break for our weekly cosmic tip. I hope I haven't given you too much. Take a deep breath, and we'll be back after this important message. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic dip. This is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of March 4th through March 10th, 2024. In March, the focus is on Venus, Mars, Mercury, and Neptune. They indicate an active and open atmosphere. A lunar eclipse in Libra at the end of the month calls for a sincere commitment to a stable foundation. Venus in Aquarius forms a sextile to Chiron and the moon's north node in Aries. On Sunday, March 3rd, Venus reaches the square with Uranus and Taurus. If it's love you're looking for, there's no better day than Sunday to meet new people or enjoy a first date. The powerful desire for personal freedom now urges many people to take action and work to improve the situation. If there are any work projects you need to get done, tackle them this week, and the universe will infuse you with all the ideas and energy you need to bring them to completion. The moon's node is conjunct Chiron until the middle of the month. Dealing with aggression and war could be the top of the agenda during this time. Mercury is sextile to Uranus on Monday, March 4th, and Mars sextiles Chiron on Wednesday the 7th. Business matters could now take unexpected turns that may well lead to success. However, you should assess the situation carefully and realistically before taking risks. While it may seem hard to get into the swing of things in the morning, Monday afternoon brings a burst of revigorating intellectual energy, pitting the Mars wind into your sails. This bouncy energy vibration continues through Wednesday. Whether you are doing visionary, creative work, or at the beginning of a project, you will have plenty of energy enthusiasm, and determination to get it all done without suffering from exhaustion. You may need to slow down a bit and relax on Thursday to recharge your batteries. Then you can do that final push to complete a project along with a highly productive week. Due to Mercury's conjunction with Neptune on Friday, March 8th, there is a risk of misperceiving reality or deceiving someone. Mars in Aquarius squares Uranus on Saturday, March 9th, indicating a tendency to act out and cause accidents. Everyone is up to a fight, so put off dates and socializing until Sunday. Pay particular attention to your behavior during this time and be careful with sports and road traffic. On Sunday, March 10th, the new moon in Pisces sextiles Uranus. Mercury has just reached Aries and makes a sextile to Pluto in Aquarius. March tenth, new moon in Pisces is interesting in that it is bracketed by structures Saturn on one side and dreamy Neptune on the other. The high and low of this combination could be fantasy thinking with illusions getting burst, or the ability to bring your higher vision into manifest reality. Mors and Aquarius squares Uranus and Taurus for a fight for progress. There is often a rush to tear down everything, whether personally or within your social structure. However, it's best not to completely destroy your rich ancestral heritage because building from scratch can seem next to impossible. This is a highly romantic and creative time at this new moon, and you can meet your soulmate or, if already coupled, restore your love bonds. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-vision.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some reading time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're back after our cosmic tip. I hope you listen to what's coming this next week. So, we stand at the brink of a major transformation. We are truly going into the fifth dimension. But it will not be done to us, or for us, or automatically. It will be done according to the prayers, meditation, spiritual growth, inner work, and inner change, and the amount of effort effort and willingness that we have already brought forth and we have yet to bring forth. It will come forth according to how much consciousness, willingness that we have to cooperate with the unknown of God's evolution for us at this time period. The willingness which relies on trust and faith in that which is not fully understood but is believed in. The complete fullness of this transformation will also come forth according to how much unwillingness we have in the earth, as well as because many will continue to be unwilling. This is because no one's free will will be taken away with regards to choices to be made to proceed and to go ahead with this transformation. Acceptance of others' unwillingness is a part of this. Tolerance and patience are qualities to develop to help with this aspect and to help with evolution. I certainly have been working on tolerance and patience this year. Cooperation with our higher self begins with willingness to cooperate with our higher self, then a willingness to listen to our hearts. The seat at which our higher self connects us. The seat, the center, the fourth chakra, where the love of God is known. The center where kindness and forgiveness, mercy, understanding, and patience begins, and more. And there is more, because now there's the tenth chakra. And we can do that circle of light between our light body and our physical body to bring in a higher vibration of kindness, forgiveness, mercy, understanding, patience, and love. Those who seek power using the old ways of violence, manipulation, misleading, untruth, and the like, or put another way, when we human individuals and groups, or put it another way, when we human individuals and groups seek power using the old ways of violence, manipulation, intimidation, misleading, and the like, we will use these aspects to the end, trying to keep this old way of living going. We will try for these old ways to continue and to be effective for us, to get us what we want from others and the world. I want what I want when I want it, without regards of consequences. That's the third dimension reality. I use the word we because even we who work at our walking, our spiritual path, even ourselves in our own way, still use these old methods when we do so habitually, without paying attention or without working to better our thoughts, feelings, actions, and words. We will be learning that these old ways will not give us that which we want, and we will be learning this either the way of willingness or the way of what we call the hard way. You don't want to learn the hard way. As the state of consciousness is within all life and life forms, on this planet, so does the state then manifest on the planet. The trouble on this planet reflects from the trouble within the life on the planet, especially within humanity being the dominant creative consciousness. Because there's no taking away of free will, those who say no to this evolutionary process are within their rights to say no. Coercion, force, or any other factor will not be effective in impacting anyone's willingness. Eternity is a gift to all to all life for working all of this out. This is why acceptance, patience, and tolerance are part of this evolutionary step. Practicing patience Tolerance and each of the other qualities is how we take the steps through evolution and transformation. Many religions call this surrendering, but it's not surrendering. It's acceptance and cooperation. This cooperating and willingness is a paradox which exists within spiritual evolution. This includes all souls have free will, and some will say no to evolution at this time. This choice will impact the spiritual evolution on the planet at this time. The evolutionary process will not exclude anyone's free will leave anyone behind, and will not exclude anyone's state of consciousness, but rather will include all choice and all states of consciousness. There's a vast number of humans who are already working at and bringing forth the evolution of humanity and life on this planet. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of light workers. For those who learn about this and integrate this understanding, we will begin to see this at the end of this decade, more in the 2030s, and it will be established and in place for those who know how to take it in. That traditional image people today imagine of how it will manifest is going to be way off from the benefits of how it will really manifest. Why will today's imagined manifesting be way off? Because it will not come into being by today's consciousness and imagination or by standard socially accepted religious beliefs. It will come into being also by the consciousness and imagination of those yet beyond today's level of consciousness, in order to bring it all forth. Now that means the consciousness of the galaxy, the consciousness of other planets. I mention this because the standard socially accepted religious beliefs incorporate beliefs in shortcuts to get to heaven. I will say clearly, there are no shortcuts. This is true of evolution, and it's true of changing our individual consciousness. There is no such thing as loving God above all else and then treating God's creation with disrespect and hatred. If we're doing the second, we are not doing the first. Being patient with those who they know is necessary and important factor in this spiritual evolution. Acceptance of states of spiritual evolution, which comes from all living beings, is a necessary factor in spiritual evolution. Without, dem- without demonstrating each of these two qualities, patience and acceptance, and still other qualities, Without allowing the no choices, we would evolve less. We could not go into the fifth dimension. Including those who say no will help us to evolve to a greater expression of spiritual consciousness. Do you understand this? Do you understand? There is room for God's creation for everyone and everything. This evolutionary process also includes every soul, spirit who chooses no in the evolutionary process. This evolutionary process also includes respecting each life's form right to free will. The evolutionary process also includes our efforts at developing patience. The evolutionary process also includes, if we have no room within us for those who say no to the evolutionary process, then we are saying no to our own spiritual evolution. This points to the importance of free will being greater than the importance of how this evolution is perceived or thought to perceive. This points to how important willingness is compared to a person outwardly going through the motions as wrote but not inwardly examining one's own deeper intent and willingness. This points to the importance of inner state of the soul over any outer visible presenting appearance over any results and over the superficial expectations of spiritual evolution. You know, they're even teaching classes and giving you diplomas in spiritual evolution. Boy, is that ever bogus. The inner is everything, and the outer is only the perception and resulting sum total of all manifestation. Like an artist, inwardly, bringing forth that going on to canvas, and then creating the canvas that has a result of what he's seeing inside himself. One is the heart, the intention, thought, and manifestation, all being the transformative moment of creating happening within the artist. The second is the result of it, now existing in the outer world the picture itself, the painting itself. The movements within are important elements. As a result, is on a canvas witness to the previous movements within. It is equal to the saying, it is the journey that is important more than the goal. Again, it's the journey that's important more than the goal. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're going to take a break for a half hour, and I'll be back after this message.
1: Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986.
2: This is Elizabeth Joyce from Let's Find Out. Let's Communicate. Frank St. James passed away about a year ago, and I have not done many online readings since. However, beginning in August of 2023, I will be given one-question readings on the second Sunday of every month. What I will need from you is your birth date, the state you are calling from, and one focused question. Not what will happen to me for the rest of the year, but questions like, will I get the job? Is it best for me to move at this time? Will I get my mortgage loan? These readings will begin on August ninth, 2023. To call in, the number is 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888 I'm looking forward to communicating with you. Thank you. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. Many of you know that I was very ill when I went to winter in Florida this year. I am still in recovery, but I want to be able to continue with my weekly radio shows. In order for me to do that, I need to have listener support. I am asking for donations to download the archives. When you support, let's find out. You will receive weekly updated shows. They are well-researched and take about three days for me to write. Plus, you will become a Visions of Reality beacon of light. Please subscribe. And hand in hand, we will walk this road together. And remember, I know who I am, I know what I am, and I know how I serve. Sending you love and light. Thank you.
3: You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. An honored guests come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce.
4: Between yesterday and tomorrow There is more, there is more than a day Between day and night, between black and white Between the question and the answer There's the silence of the sea Between the cradle and the grave There is the someone There is more, there is more.
2: Hi, this is Elizabeth, and I'm back. I hope you've been able to listen to this with an open heart. That was Barbara Streisand, and between yesterday and tomorrow, I thought it was a perfect song for tonight. Now we're going to talk about spiritual first responders. The opportunities are numerous in 2024, for spiritual awakening with our minds and hearts, spiritual activity within our lives, spiritual presence in our lives, and spiritual relationships with God, Christ, and the Masters, and other spiritual guides, guardians, angels, helpers, and teachers. And you're all going to be downloading so differently this year and getting your messages from whom you're connected with on the other side. These opportunities are coming by way of our experience of being challenged by some of the most difficult events for humans and other life to go through on this earth, similar to what we have been experiencing in the years leading up to this. And then our willingness to help and heal. Throughout our lives, We've experienced many challenging factors in life, and many of us have cried out in our own wilderness, God, please help me, please help us. In our lives, we have seen and experienced major disasters, difficulties in many forms, and we all got through that three years of COVID. Up till now, and including now, we have the opportunity to join with many others to serve the earth spiritual first responders, accepting the manifestation of events as they honestly are, but also accepting them as an opportunity to respond, and to respond in such a way that will bring God's help into the situation and event. We are called to help, to respond to events through the raising of our spiritual presence, life, and light, and doing this through how we respond to events in our lives. God is the first responder to us when we cry out in our own wilderness for God to help us in our life problems, dangers, and challenges. God is the one throwing us a rope when we fall down the deep hole. The one sending us a rowboat in a flood. Giving us radio warnings that hurricanes are coming and to evacuate. Telling us to evacuate the volcanic area when it's ready to erupt. Sending us the helicopter, the ambulance to save us when we are injured. Giving us shelter when the tornadoes happen, running into the building to help guide people out of the building before they collapse on top of them from planes flying into them. We see these responses come to us through humans who are willing to have the best of God flow through them to us who are in need. Indeed, we cannot do these things without God because God is not separate from us, from our own hearts and our own souls. For us humans, a spiritual first responder is like a human first responder, and our effort is done with our spiritual tools, willingness, patience, cooperation, kindness, mercy, Forgiveness, compassion, tolerance, charity, service, humor, joy, long-suffering, encouragement, trust, faith, and the greatest of all of this is love, which is the umbrella of all of them. The channel through which we strengthen these within our hearts, minds, and souls is prayer and meditation, and practice, practice, practice. It is sad that humans as a whole, and many of us individually, will have to go through at this time. But the light is present, and our awareness can increase when on the other side of this time period, the light will be seen by some, felt by some, experienced by some, and not noticed at all, and denied by just as many. Not noticing and denying the light when the light of God is present is more than sad. I will add, finally, the road to the previously predicted apocalypse disaster, but no longer in effect for the planet has been averted and changed, including many of the Edgar Casey predictions. These planet-wide Earth as a whole disasters would have been so widespread that possibly billions would have died. For me to describe what has been averted would make many not even believe what is about to happen, but which has been transformed, chained, and shifted to spread out over longer periods of time. A metaphor to help understand the shift from previously predicted apocalyptic disasters is to the current predictions that will be different between destruction of a vehicle being on a massive vehicle accident where many were killed, to a vehicle being horribly destroyed, needing to be replaced at a time by breaking down piece by piece. The second description would be a struggle, difficult, from costly and annoying series of events to it being over a long period of time. But the first description would immediately be the end. This shift shows the willingness of God, the willingness of the universe, the willingness to bring forth mercy, to bring forth forgiveness, to express support, patience, kindness, compassion, and grace. The shift shows the willingness with the action of love. God has done it this way before. God has done it this way this time so that many people will live. So much has been averted. All the horror that you're hearing and the predictions of the apocalypse now has been averted. And now to start the month of March and the rest of 2024. The major Areas of impact will be through the earth, wind, fire, and water. Now, I know this is a duh statement. Earthy, earthquakes, mudslides, damages to farmland, wind, hurricanes, typhoons, high winds, tornadoes. By fire, I mean not just forest fires. Fires from the burning of land, trees, and areas in the environment and volcanoes, the fires from war, man-made fires from the sky and by water, hurricanes, typhoons, flooding, mudslides, torrential rainfall, and the melting of the poles and damage done in connection with the water. Many of these events will be combination of many of these elements at the same time. So we have come to the end of the show. I hope you will work on your spiritual identity and your meditation. I hope this hasn't been too much information for you. But we're going to end with our meditation and William singing Moonlight on my Window. And then Richard with his wonderful music for Ascension. I'll be with you next week with more important information. Thank you for listening and good night.
0: There's a new world coming And it's just around the bend There's a new world coming This one's coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try And it's growing stronger With each day that passes by There's a brand new morning, rising and clear and sweet and free. There's a new day dawning that belongs to you and me. Yes, a new world's coming, the one we've had visions of. Coming in peace, coming in joy, coming. a new world coming This one is coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try.
5: A breathing
2: meditation to help you through these difficult times sit with both feet flat on the floor or in the lotus position
5: legs crossed
2: and your spine straight it would be nice if you would raise your palms and hold your forefinger and thumb together that's called your circuit Close your eyes
5: and start taking a deep
2: breath. Allow your mind to flow down to your heart center, the fourth chakra. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Now listen, and listen to your name being called with respect. Say it in your mind with respect. The full name you are using now. Then take another deep breath and have your
5: attention
2: on the breath.
5: Your new mantra is, I am safe, it's only change. Close
2: your eyes and just imagine that you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your
5: lungs.
2: Allow the breath to breathe you. Breath in, breath out. Breath in, breath out.
5: Do this gradually and
2: without force. The breath will go inside
5: of you. Breath in and breath out. Breath in and breath out. Deeper and deeper. Very
2: gently. Very gently. Feel the breath lifting you up. Up out of worry out of fear into the light of bliss and peace feel your angels lifting you up under your arms higher and higher breathe in and breathe out breathe in and breathe out Breathe in and breathe out. As you have the exhale, drop yourself back down into your heart. In the inhale, you're being lifted up by your angels. On the exhale, you're going back down into your heart. Up to your angels. Down to your heart. Up to your angels. Down to your heart. And each time you drop down, you're going deeper
5: and deeper
2: inside. You're raising up into the light, and you're dropping back down to your heart filled with bliss. Then feel the peace
5: and feel the release
2: of darkness, fear, and hopelessness. Every time you
5: drop down,
2: more of the darkness, fear, and hopelessness leave your body.
5: Let Let the breath flow. Let the breath flow. Allow
2: yourself to get very deep. The darkness and fear are melting. Breathe in
5: and feel your angels lift you up. When
2: you feel the darkness is gone and you feel the light. Let yourself get very deep, and as you exhale this time, feel the love you have for a partner. When you drop down, send out a beam of that love. Breathe in. Feel the love you have for a child.
5: When you drop
2: down, send out light to that child. Breathe in, get lifted up. Come back down to the heart and feel the love that you have for a pet or animals. Release the breath. Send out the light. You're being lifted up again. Breathe in. Now think of an ill friend that needs healing. Send the light out to that friend when you drop down. Breathe in, feel yourself lifted up. Feel the love you have for the nature, for trees, for our food and our green grass. Feel that in your heart. Take a deep breath, get lifted up. Drop down again and send light out around the world for a pure, clean planet. Breathe in, lift yourself up, feel the angels. Bring down the light and send it out again for a pure, clean planet. Keep breathing in a rhythm Begin to feel gratitude and praise for all that you have and all that you are. Feel gratitude for a raise at work. Feel gratitude for a wish being granted. Think of that wish now. Keep breathing in and out. See that wish being fulfilled. Breathe in. Breathe out. Feel the gratitude. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath and feel the raising up to your angels and the light and the dropping back down into your heart and love. All of your body systems become coherent and begin to release stress and your inner organs are going to flow together to the beat of the heart in perfect harmony. Feel the beautiful music Let's do the mantra again. I am safe. It's only change. This time, visualize sparkles of light, brilliant white light, like a cluster of falling stars coming down and falling you and surrounding you. They are the diamonds coming from the twelfth dimension. The god center. And you are being blessed, filled with light and protection. Your angels are with you. You're surrounded by white light, which is the Holy Spirit or the Chi or the Shakti, whatever you want to call it. And everything about you is flowing together in perfect harmony. You are raising your frequency every time you're lifted up. And when you fall back into your heart, you're bringing in the energy of bliss and peace. Feel it now. Feel the energy of bliss and peace. You will see everything around you changing. This exercise has a massive impact on your life, your personal health, your personal relationships. And your main gift is feeling the presence of your angels and God. Take a deep breath, release the breath. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Keep your eyes closed, stay in that position, and listen to Richard Schulman as he plays Peace. Peace. I am in the energy of peace. I am safe. It's only change. Take a deep breath. Stay in the energies.